This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. Hey, hello to all my automotive aftermarket peeps. It's Carm Capriato. Where would you rather be than right here, right now, is we just work with you on advancing the aftermarket with our single subject forum, the Town Hall Academy. Today, going paperless and loving it. <laughs> I, I love the title. Thanks so much to uh, my team for being here. High five to our great sponsors. You know, deliver cars to clients faster so they get their wheels sooner. And you save valuable time at the front counter. With remote payments, you also get your money sooner without having to chase down your debts. It's just another reason to get Shopware.com. Hey, join ASE certified master technician and senior Delphi Technologies instructor Dave Hobbs. He's got a lot of online courses going on, and he'll be providing technical training on Delphi's top fuel diagnostic tips. Delphi has over 30 courses run by ASE certified technicians with more offerings coming soon. We all know Dave Hopps, great guy. Learn more or inquire about courses at DelphiAftermarket.com. Okay, team, let me introduce this outstanding panel. Aaron Woods, Extra Mile Auto Care, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Hey, Aaron. Hey, what's going on, Carm? Good to be good to be back on here. Uh, thanks, man. Appreciate you coming on. Bill Hill, Mighty Auto Pro, Medina, Ohio. Hello, Carm. Glad to be a, a part of this team. Thanks again, Bill. 19 Bay, 10,000 square foot shop. You know, you're so close to me, probably th- maybe three hours. I got to stop and see you. We can share scotch. <laughs> maybe a bourbon. No, no, that's the thing, because this guy one day sent me some incredible scotch, and uh, actually, I've had to replace a few bottles already, Bill. Thanks. <laughs> You're my kind of guy. John Klusterman is here, Director of Ops, Westside Auto Group, Zeeland, Michigan, with three locations. Hey, John. Hey, Carm. Appreciate you having me back. No problem. Uh, good to have you guys here. Look at uh, going paperless and love, loving it. We're going to talk about the challenges of going paperless, the advantages of going paperless, which these guys can't wait to share with you, and kind of the needs to start and get going with it. John, let me open it up with you. Um, you, you wrote a, a great talking point to me. The first one was the good, the bad, and the ugly. And I just can't wait to hear your perspective on that. We went paperless one time before and went back to paper because we didn't have the buy-in of our team. We did it poorly. We didn't make we didn't have good setup. And it was a it was it was it was a train wreck. <laughs> back to paper and year or two probably that we were back on that that bandwagon and then we moved to a whole different point of sale system. We did a lot of legwork on the front end and we got specific buy-in by specific individuals in each location so they could teach from the back room, from the front room, and that went a lot smoother. Um, but it was a ton of time invested on the front end, but it was something that we would not we will, we will not go back to paper at this point. It's it's not even an option. You said something so important, John, buy-in. Explain to me the process, team, because I think people that are sitting on the sidelines watching this show and says, you know, I got to get there someday. But what's the magic of getting the buy-in? You know, there's, of course, you have different operations within the shop, right? You've got the front counter, you've got the, the back production shop. And I think you you have to sit down, and I, I think this would probably be a... And, and I love the way that John 
mentioned that fact that he he implemented it with certain individuals because I think it's something that you have to kind of start with the leadership team, or whether you have an established leadership team or just your go-to you know people within the shop. But I think that you that's something that needs to be discussed within the leadership team of a strategy for the buy-in process. And I think you have to kind of know what makes your your shop work, right? Like what makes us be who we are and then staying true to those core values of what makes you who you are and how is this digital going to enhance doing what we're already doing and being who we are. You know, I think a lot of shops out there are scared at the fact that they feel like it's a, it's a huge change of who they are and what they're doing. And it's not the technician is still inspecting the vehicle. The, the service advisor is still, you know, communicating with customers. It needs to be looked at as a, an advancement on top of what we're already currently doing in a way to elevate, you know, your operation to, to your customers. So I love the fact that John went to a certain key people and said, okay, we're going to get this buy-in at this level and then we're going to go out and those people are able to then, you know, reach out and get the buy-in from the rest of the team. Bill, is it the culture of the business or is it you're selling the customer experience and oh, by the way, that benefits us too? What was yours? Well, ours was a little bit of a hybrid because we were doing digital inspections with digital cameras and just taking the pictures out, downloading them, and then emailing to the customers. And we would do uh, what the tire looked like now versus what a new tire looked like. And same thing with brake pads and things like that sort. So when digital inspections came along, it was a whole different program, and it made it so much easier for the technician. There wasn't any cameras involved. They just used the tablets. Um, So for us, it was a natural Go to the next step. And honestly, you know, when I talked to the guys and said, listen, we can go back to paper if you'd like, because a couple of them were struggling and everybody said the same thing. Nope, we're going to figure it out. And uh, the buy-in was the awesome part of it, you know, um, like what John did, because we let our staff build the, the actual inspection. We, yeah. I had nothing to do with it. Service writer had nothing to do with it. We let them build the inspection. That was their buy-in. So all 67 points are what they chose to do. I could build an inspection in the order of which which it needs to be done. If you get them to take the responsibility for that inspection, they're going to do it in the order that they're going to do it on the car anyway. So it's going to only it's only going to make it more efficient for them if they're designing the inspection, the checkpoints and the order they go through and and then like Bill said, you have the buy-in from the team then as well. But guys, it's more than just the DVI. I mean, we're talking about scheduling. We're talking about work process and all of that. I mean, if, if you're paperless, you're not sending work orders around. You're not hanging work orders on tags. And I, and I think that could be one of the scariest processes is that, where are we? <laughs> it's easy to lose a set of keys that way, too. You know, so there, there's so many there's so many moving pieces in a, in a shop, you know, from the time the customer walks in the door to the time the service advisor gets the, the ticket and the keys. And then it's got to be distributed to the technician. And how do you do that where it's almost seamless? And I think that's a big problem for a lot of shops because they feel like they make it. They're afraid of it. And it's not really very hard. It's very easy. Going to the digital you know, way of doing things will challenge any of your weak processes that you have. 
like it, it will expose those. And, and if you look at that as an opportunity to strengthen your team and your overall process, and that's a great thing. But uh, I love how Bill kind of, you know, talked a little bit about that is that is something that, you know, will happen. And, but you, you have to look at that and, and just like anything, you know, we, we switched inspection processes back, you know, in, in a couple months ago. And that first, you know, 30 to 60 days will be a challenge to your team. And I think there's always going to be that as who we are, that knee-jerk reaction to when something messes up, right? Ah, oh, let's, let's go back. Let's go back. Let's go back. And you have to have that strong core to push through that and persevere through that first knee-jerk 30-day reaction. And I think if you do that and you start to get these processes put in place, your team will never look back. Bill, you uh, you just said the word uh, keys, and I would love to be able to share what you sent me. Can we do that? So basically, when a customer walks in the door, there's no, you know there's going to be the drop off, there's going to be the waiter. Um, so we have four set, we have four different key tags. The yellow one is basically it's a drop off. We're going to have it all day. Uh, the red one is someone's waiting for it, so it's a sense of urgency. The technician knows it's there; they can see it from their bay. They know they got to jump on that right away. Uh, the white key tag is for someone who has one of our loaner cars. So we want to make sure we get that car in, get it inspected, get it finished so we get our loaner car back. Every key tag, if there's a top 20% customer, gets this key tag and it's marked. So the employee knows, number one, it's one of our top 20% customers and they get whatever they want. And we also do some extra things for them. You know, we may wash their car, we may vacuum their car out, do the windows, um, just some various things that the technician has the ability to do whatever he wants. And what we do with this is it basically... Every key tag gets taken to the service advisor and then he distributes and it actually gets hung on a, on a, on a rung where each technician has his own set of, of rungs and it's like five, basically five little um, hooks that we hook him on and he can see where he's at at any given point in time. Magic to this whole thing is we've been doing this now for about eight years. We have, I'm going to say I'm sorry for this, we have never lost a set of keys. I know. I'm sorry. I'm going to I said that. That's one of the, I was going to say that's one of the first things that if, if you pull the trigger and you go to the digital, one of the first things I was going to say is get a process for keys. That is that is like numero uno type Absolutely. of process there because um, it, it, it can happen. And I, I, I love this idea and having a process for keys and, and, you know, having a good process for tablets and things like that. Once once you get that, you know, few core things put together, it, it, the rest of it just streamlines. It's no different than what the technician's already doing. And the one thing that I didn't mention on the, on the one key tag, it showed the invoice number. So the technician knows what the invoice number is if he has to go check something out, make sure what kind of car it is, that kind of thing. So it, does make, it just makes it very simple. Colors. What a fantastic idea. Not just a key tag, but a key tag that means something. It's about having a great staff. I think we all will will admit that if you've got, as as Aaron said, if you've got a weak link, it will definitely show up. Mm -hmm. So you have to make sure that you get the buy-in from everybody. And they have to kind of police each other also. I think everybody would agree with that. Um, I can't always be the guy policing them. They have to police each other too. You know, you want to have a, a strong process for workflow and for dispatching, but it's so nice that the technician can write there on their tablet or, you know, their computer at their workstation, see what their schedule's like for the day. They know exactly what it is they need to work on 
it eliminates. And, and one of the things that, you know, I feel like that we should touch on for a lot of the shop owners out there that are not digital is the efficiency increase when, when technicians are not needing to go up to the front counter and, and get work orders and, you know, things like that. And the fact that they've got their entire workflow right there on their tablet, if they run into a, 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 a hold on a job, they know exactly what's next. It is something that you will see that your efficiency, your productivity um, will completely just go way through the roof from the front counter and the back. And John, would you agree that, you know, the one thing about ever using tablets and, and, and phones and stuff is that you get a much better description of what the customer is complaint is. You know, I remember in the old handwritten invoices, it'd be, okay, every time I make a right-hand turn, I go over to the rail checks, I get a clunk, clunk, clunk. And you would get about every other word of that if you were writing that out. But <laughs> with the tablets, these guys, uh, the girls can type so fast, it can put in every single word. So it, yeah. uh, descriptions are so much better. There's no interpretation issue, that's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> with being paperless and having to rely on, if you will, the heard and typed word, any challenge between the technicians and the service writer, the connectivity, or does that just put glue on it? You definitely have to find a system that works for you. We we added an instant messaging platform on every one of the tablets or phones that the team are using so that they can communicate with the any member of the team at any time. If you're going digital, you want to eliminate the need to to walk from the, the back room or the, the furthest back stall all the way to the front room to talk to an advisor about a question or anything. Because if you're paperless, it defeats the purpose if they have to continuously go back and forth and do that anyway. The communication side of it, it, it ramped up once the systems were in place. But until then, I mean, there was there was hurdles to go over and and dead time that we were finding that that technicians had too much too many steps between certain items. So one of the challenges for that as well is that you can't replace that pulse of the shop, right? Like you you as an advisor, just because you are digital doesn't mean that that replaces any of the any of the communication contact you know and, and I think there's that kind of happy medium there between like what you could fire off a quick message versus when a service advisor doesn't go back in that shop for eight hours there's right. there, there needs to kind of be that little bit of happy medium because that you know we all talk about that that pulse of the shop right you certainly don't want to lose that but replacing those steps, when, when maybe before it was 50 times back and forth out to the shop, maybe now it's 10. And the other good thing I think about, you know, with the digital inspections is we all have drop down boxes for, you know, what exactly needs to be done for the recommendation. So there's not a lot of misspellings. We don't have to like, critique everything all the time. Once we set them up, there's a drop box down. They can drop it down, click on it, walk away from it. It makes it much faster. It's much cleaner. And, it's, uh, and, and we're the ones building it right so the best thing about that is we know it's going to be perfect because we can take as much time as we need to to build it hey before we went on uh, there was a little dialogue about track phones john help us with that we started with tablets when we switched to our our platform the platform we're currently using picture quality wasn't great they're bulky we i'd walk in the back and you'd see a technician holding a flashlight next to his tablet trying to take a picture so we started exploring different options and ended up settling on just cheap track phones that were Wi-Fi enabled that we could buy offline. And we put a cheap uh, case around it and they were great. I mean, the 
the technicians can throw them in their pockets. They they jump in a car. Um, we've only had one get left between a seat and a, and a center console and a customer's vehicle so far. But uh, they're just much more convenient to hold with one hand, and the guys seem to like them a lot more. So it, it's worked out really well. Bill, talk about an appointment calendar and the importance of making that work inside the business. For us, the appointment calendar is is our lifeblood, right? We basically schedule everything. Um, so everything is color-coded. So if it's a drop-off, it's going to be one color. If it's a waiter, it's another color. If it's a loaner, there's a there's a, a picture of it. So basically, when we're looking at our schedule uh, the night before, um, we always prepare the key tags the night before so they're ready. So we know when they're coming in, we don't have to write everything down. All we have to do is put on the back of them what the uh, work order number is. But... This gives us the idea of how many waiters we have during the course of the day, how many loaner cars that we need, uh, um, how many drop-offs we'll have. And it just makes it easier. And everybody that works for us um, that has any kind of answers the phone or does any kind of scheduling has to use this. And I have to tell you, it was a little painful at first, but once we, when you talk about challenging leadership skills, this was challenging because nobody liked it. Everybody had loved the written calendar, but this thing has been a lifesaver for the last three years now. And we live and die by this thing. And it it does a great job for us. Nice job. Uh, Aaron, uh, John, do you guys do anything like this? We use our digital scheduling thing as well. Um, Of course, we come in and then we sort it. Our colors are by technician. And so that we can come in and have a good workflow idea of the hours, you know, per each technician. Um, And then that way that we helps with our dispatching system. And we do key tags that are similar. I, I love actually Bill's idea of the the top 20 performer having their own colored key tag. I, we might just uh, we might just happen to uh, borrow that idea from you today. So for us, it gives our technicians free reign to do whatever they want. I mean, they can, again, get the car washed. They can run into a car wash. They can vacuum it out. They can go fill up a gas and whatever they want to do, because that 20, top 20% customer is worth the weight in gold. We all, I think we all realize that. So if you run more than one shop, you know how vital it is to keep up with how each one is performing. But it can drive you crazy to log in and out of each shop's database as you try to compare KPIs. Well, look, stop making it hard. With Shopware's advanced analytics, you can easily pull all that data into one report. Heck, you can even set up the system to pump it out in a graph or a chart and then email it to you anytime you want. Why tax your brain before you even start looking for trends and wins to celebrate? Let the computer do the work for you. Spend less time sifting through pages of numbers. Now, once you see your business's potential right in front of you, you can take steps to make it even better. And then you can take a night off to enjoy the time you just won back. Benefit, go with the team that created DVX. My friends at GetShopware.com. As the trusted aftermarket brand for over 100 years, Delphi Technologies is by your side for every step of the repair process. The Delphi journey doesn't stop once the parts are ordered. Wherever your journey takes you, our quality parts gives you ease of mind when getting your customer's vehicle back on the road. Technicians know and trust Delphi as a quality brand. Each product undergoes rigorous testing to not only meet OE standards, but also enhance it in each opportunity. From 700 hours of spray testing on chassis components to fuel pumps tested for reliability up to 150,000 miles, 
And safety and reliability is paramount to help vehicles drive cleaner, better, and further throughout their lives. Delphi is also committed in developing products and services to prepare technicians for the future. Take advantage of how-to videos on YouTube, technician-led trainings, and our technical support line, and more. Turn to the aftermarket parts supplier with over 100 years of OEM trust and quality. Learn more about Delphi. Visit DelphiAftermarket.com. Equipment. Now, we did talk about track phone. Aaron, what are you using as hardware to make it make this work? Is it tablets? Is it phones? We're currently using uh, some tablets right now. We we were using some phones, but we wanted to kind of transition away into something that we knew could work for our entire system. And what we were finding was with the phones in our inspection platform, we use AutoVitals is that the technicians were still needing to utilize their tablets because they couldn't clock in and clock off of the jobs to track efficiencies with their phones. So what we found is that we were having some limited functionality with the phones, although the cameras on the phones were way better quality, as you guys were talking about earlier. So what we did is kind of just a happy medium is we we went with the tablets, but then we bought these like little clip-on flashlights And they can just click that on and then that would be kind of their flash to enhance um, that photo. So the technicians still have their their laptops at their workstations, but then we've also transitioned to where we're just iPads. We basically have tablets. Um, What I also, and I am, our technicians are expected to look through history. So mm-hmm. if they're looking for something that, hey, you know, when's the last time we did brakes to this vehicle? Or, you know, are the water pumps leaking? Did we ever do a water pump to it or maintenance items? So that's the biggest reason that we stayed with tablets was because it's much easier to follow through with history so we know what was done. Um, even though I will say it is very interesting to think about using a, a phone to take the pictures because I got getting those seven inch tablets into places sometimes is very, very difficult. And getting the light just right you know there's nothing worse than just seeing like something that looks like it's a three inch light you don't know what you're looking at right (laughs) (laughs) one of the things that i also feel like is a must uh when you when you transition into this digital age and you're having your whether it be a a a phone or a tablet is that we went and invested in those bluetooth keyboards Uh, and so when those when the technicians because on auto vitals they can't access the inspection platform from a computer. It has to be from their iPad. So when we were having some concerns with when we first were, you know, transitioned where the techs were getting a lot of spelling errors, plus they couldn't type near as fast, right? And so um, we went and invested in those Bluetooth keyboards to where now they've got their tablet sitting there on their workstation, but they're able to you know, type just using a keyboard and, and they absolutely loved it. A huge time saver there, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, we talk more and more about these pictures, but five years ago, most of us didn't expect that we'd have a be, having technicians required to take 15 to 20 pictures in every car. They're, they're definitely not cameramen. So, so <laughs> having a little bit of training in that regard is not always a bad thing either. We've talked a little bit about buy-in, but let's talk about that customer angle. Do the customers recognize or feel that uh, you've done something different internally? If you train your customers to expect that digital inspection every time, and then you don't send it, beware. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, that t- yes. and I just had that happen to me yesterday because I forgot to send an inspection. And she came in and she says, I didn't get my digital inspection. Where is it? Is it you know, and first thing she says, is there something I don't know about? 
believe me when I and, and I think that all three of us will tell you if you once you start sending them and you don't send them, you're going to be very surprised how many people are going to call you and say, "Where is my inspection?" Has any customer come up to you and says, "Wow, how quickly you got this done?" And, and it could be a result of the fact that you guys are seamless when it comes to moving paper. It raises the level of professionalism across the board, right? And and however a customers can perceive pers- professionalism from different angles, whether it be speed of service um, or you know the appearance of your service, but I think that. One of the biggest compliments that we've received, and and when I, you know, if you go through and look at our reviews, we have several customers even talk about it, about the the comfort that they feel from the transparency that these inspections provide, and you know we're in a we're in a college market. We have a Oklahoma State University here, so we deal a lot with where we'll have the student dropping off the car and we're dealing with or communicating with the parents that are in another state. And so being able to send these inspections out to the parents and having them being able to see exactly what's going on with the vehicle, it bridges that gap of communication and it bridges that gap of trust. We really took the the last six months I've hammered into our culture that this is not a sales tool. The, the inspection is not a sales tool in terms of how we should view it. Obviously, we know what it is, but we look at it as a trust tool because the number one reason why customers decline work is trust. So how can we utilize these platforms to bridge that trust gap with each customer and I think that is one of the biggest, you know, increases in, in our business that we can see is just that customer trust. Yeah, it's a presentation. And, and going off that, we talked about the pictures. You need to give them positives, too. We can't send, take 15 agree. pictures and send them 15 things bad about their car or they're not going to want to fix anything. I mean, you got to give them the good and the bad as part of that presentation. And that goes right along the lines with what Aaron's saying about the trust factor. We say use the green to sell the red. We have to build value in the inspection to the customer Therefore, they they see the value in, you know, investing in their vehicle. We actually call ours. We, we don't call it an inspection. When a customer receives it, we call it a digital health and reliability report. You know, the what is the number one thing that always gets talked about in our industry is the biggest problem that we face as shop owners. And it's technician shortage, right? Like everywhere you go, we, we talk about the tech shortage. Well, these newer technicians that are, are coming into our industry are in their early to mid-20s. They're, they're born into this tech-savvy world. So if you want to incorporate being all digital into your recruiting platform, when, when a young technician comes into your shop and he sees that, you know, you've got these tablets and you're, you're completely digital and you're doing these digital inspections, that's a huge recruiting tool to these young talent that's coming out into our industry. So I, I do feel like that there's that angle as well. When it comes to one technician trying to choose between three shops and seeing your kind of digitized platform, I think that's a big selling point. Okay, guys, um, a couple of things to wrap this thing up. Back office is being paperless, efficient, and does it work well in the back office? So many in our industry have DVI. 
but not all of them have gone paperless. DVI presents itself as almost a paperless communications tool, but then there's the work order and the scheduling, all that stuff that's still being done paper and the day-end reports back up to the office. So let's cover that segment of being paperless. And cheap. <laughs> so, I, I, you know, I probably went through, I don't know, 20,000 reams of paper a year when I was completely paper, not to mention the eek. So it probably saves me about $5,000 a year by being paperless. I'm not printing six or eight sheets of paper every day for every customer. The fact that Bill did the math to figure out how many reams of paper he was buying, the time factor in pressing a button and getting the data and closing the end of the day, it's amazing that you came up with a number. Now, you've got a big shop, lots of customers, uh, no, no doubt, uh, lots of throughput. And a shop you're big to save $5,000, a small shop could save a couple thousand. Well, easily, yes. And, and I was conservative on my number. I figured 5,000 cars and four sheets of paper each, so that's 20,000. And I probably printed more than that. You know, you're talking about the back office and some of the things that are outside of the DVI is that we set up on Google Drive the uh, folders, right, for our parts receipts. So like, that's a big question that a lot of people ask me is like, well, what do you do with these these parts invoices, right, if you're all digital, And so we receive the parts in our shop management system, but then every day at the end of the day, customer, um, you know, parts receipts all get scanned and everything from, from our, our statements, from our vendors to every parts receipts get scanned. And then we go in and basically, you know, folder those based upon where they need to go. And the cool thing about digital or the Google drive is that you can always pull that back up. You know, Google Drive, you know, looks at each one of those papers that comes in and I could go into my Google Drive and type in a PO number and find every parts invoice that's been associated with that. So it it eliminates the need. Then at that point, we just kind of get rid of everything. So there's the there's that, you know, scanned side. You're going to need to invest in a scanner, you know, put a process in place to to scan those documents. But as of the. The actual just tickets, I would say that that's all available on their tablet or their laptop. And then we put a place in our inspection platform for a technician to input a parts list for any types of repairs. But outside of that, I don't know that there's ever a need to have these printed work orders. Makes all kind of sense. Are you guys living in the 300% rule on DVI? I have a 400% rule. You do? What's the other 100 um, every every vehicle that we inspect that's unsold work, um, for those of you, I mean, I have Mitchell, so we call it revisions, estimates, if you will, have to go under the recommendations file so that we can keep track of what was unsold and we're able to control the date that we send something out to remind them it wasn't done. These guys, I'm sure, do it the same way. I just, that's my 400% rule, rather 300. I got to be one above, right? <laughs> <laughs> Raising the bar. Out of curiosity, one of the things I love about our DVI system is when I send the customer the the link, so whether it's through email or through text, I get a notification saying that they that they 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 opened it up, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And what that does for me and my business is it tells me that now I can call them right away. I don't have to wait for them to call me; I call them, and it saves us time. I would I I, I can't even imagine how much time it saves us during the course of a year. We're not waiting for that customer to call us; we're calling them, and then. Probably 70% of the time we get a hold of them right away. I don't know. Do you guys experience that same thing? 
We do. One of the analytics that I love, and it really tracks about how well your inspection is put together, is if you are able to track how long a customer views that inspection. So not just about if they've opened it, but how long have they viewed it? You know, we we have like kind of a, an analytic that we put together that we feel like the closing percentage goes up after uh, three minutes of viewing that inspection. So being able to know that how a customer, you know, viewed that inspection, what we try to strive for is to send an inspection that's so well put together that a customer texts you and says, how much to fix it all? And then your advisor says, your total investment is X, Y, Z. It'll be done on Friday. And so that streamlined efficiency, it's getting that information to those customers' hands and being able to track that process. Well, guys, look at I want to go around the room and give you if there's anything else that you had in your talking points. But before that, a little homage to my daughter, Tracy, for an award that she won from uh, at Apex. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. The Woman in Auto Care Award for a great podcast that she did her first ever. And she was honored for it. And she's standing next to. Christy Hudson, uh, winner of the Woman Shop Owner of the Year. So congrats to Tracy for that and, of course, to Christy. So uh, Aaron, Bill, and then John, let's go around the room. Aaron, anything that we didn't cover you'd like to bring up? This is a, a tool that when you implement inside of your business will increase your productivity, your efficiency, your culture, and your overall profit and gross sales. Okay, I'm in. Uh, where do I sign? <laughs> uh, for me, I would say that um, if you're thinking about going into DVIs, it, it's important that you look at all of the major players. Um, you know, I, I know I, I, who I use. I know Aaron has mentioned who he uses, and I won't say, I don't think it's fair for me to say that, who I use, but there's there's four or five great companies out there. You should inspect all of them. And the downside of, of digital inspections for, for some people is they hate the idea that they feel like it takes too long. That's not true. If you do a good thorough written inspection, it's still 15 to 20 minutes and a good DVI can be done in 15 to 20 minutes, even with 15 to 20 pictures, which is I think what I read John requires if I'm correct. So don't be afraid of doing it because it's not a time suck. It's a t- it's a money maker. There's no question. Thanks so much. Uh, good, good stuff. And John, you've got the last word. I'm going to build off of what Bill said and say, don't rush it. Take your time selecting the right one that's worth the right one for your company. And then take your time with the processes. Make sure that your process procedures are all set in the front end, that you have your, all your can jobs and all your, uh, everything set up in the system because you could lose buy-in in your organization very quickly if you aren't prepared. Don't leave it out. I mean, once you're committed, commit to it and stay on mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Because if you, that, that's how we lost it the first time is we, we left it out and, and our team took it and it set us back. Great learning curve there, John. And thanks, thanks for sharing that. Hey, thank you all so much for being here. Going paperless and loving it. Aaron Woods, Extra Mile Auto Care, Stillwater, Oklahoma. Bill Hill, Mighty Auto Pros, Medina, Ohio. And John Klusterman, Director of Ops Westside Auto Group in Zeeland, Michigan. Have a great weekend. Thanks for being on board to listen and learn from the premier automotive aftermarket podcast. Until next time... 